the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Swoosh Life Podcast. That was a quick one. I was ready to go. It's been a little bit. I'm back from vacation. Keith's on vacation, I think. Matt's traveling, but we're all here together, boys. Suicide Podcast episode. Somebody help me out. I don't know. We're uh, just winging it. I'm now. usually good at we're this, but no. 12, 12. So 12 of season two. That's all I know. 30, 31 overall? Hold on. No, I think only like 27. 27. Either way, guys. Episode 27. Episode 26 was Masters Championship. Yeah, so 27. So 27 and 212. 2.12. This is us. We are here. How you guys doing? How has it been? We had kind of off for a little week. We had a little nice. We went immediately after Masters recap. And now we're back into our normal schedule on Wednesdays. Um, recording early though this week getting ready a little after rbc and getting ready for the shootout the zurich this week in golf but how else are you guys doing played some golf this weekend i hear i listen i don't know how to qualify these rounds here's my <laughs> thing so work says hey friday holiday get out at two o'clock texting my buddies we got we got four that usually can play like on friday afternoons 2.20, we make a tea time. That was on Tuesday. Getting closer, Thursday, the night before, the temperature says it's going to be 52 and super windy with no sun. And these two bozos calling them out, Rodney and Terrell, yeah, I'm calling you two out. They're like, ah, we're going to dip out. And they didn't even do it like close enough to each other, so I wasted my Golf Now modifications because I think you only get 10 a year, and I wasted two right there because I, I, I modified Rodney and then I modified Terrell. So just me and uh, my friend, Chris Brown, we went out there and um, yeah, triple digits. It was good. Oof. It was just a yeah, just a game of whack. You know what? It looked a little <laughs> chilly out there. Well, and that's the thing. So I had the marina. I had the new victory jacket on. Had the marina. I was feeling good, looking good. Had the had the roars out there. The 006. And you know, first two holes, I you know it. The weird thing is it takes so long for me to get in a rhythm and I'm just, even though I've been hitting indoors, it's going to take me like two or three just to kind of get like that, that little extra movement out of my swing that makes it like a, a real golf swing instead of like, you know, trying to maximize distance. Like, that's my problem. I get inside and I'm just like, how far and how straight can I hit it? And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now there's wind and now there's mud and now it's all this. So obviously I know all like the, Pacific Northwest golfers are laughing at me right now. Everybody's <laughs> laughing at me, but yeah. So I don't know if you call that a round or practice round. Do I put it in? Do I count it towards the handicap? You know, should I do a club pro guy, you know, looking to get some net, get some net points here. I don't know. What are you guys thoughts? Should I count it or no? I, I put mine in for the past two, from this past weeks and I didn't, I wanted to break 90 in my, like I call this my uh, spring training. Uh, I wanted to break 90 and I had chances on both days to do that and missed them, missed it, missed it. And so, but I hit 90 both times that I went out. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. New clubs in the bag. 
I have to be happy with a couple of the shots. First round out, first toll, first tee shot, dead center, <laughs> like dead center, and 75 yards out from the green, and then stuck the new 50 wedge to 10 feet. I think we talked about this in the last episode. And same thing, like on the drive in on that hole on uh, 18, another dead center shot when I needed it. 20 yard pitch maybe like maybe less than that stuck it and just didn't make birdie so can't be upset about that however on a on the next round there are a lot of wayward shots with the driver i think the driver knows that it's being replaced soon guys i think it knows so how do you guys feel do you guys judge your round off the first tee your first tee shot no no or do you think it's like the most nerve wracking? Yeah. Like I'm not just saying like when people are around or not. I'm just like, all right. Like I said, do you guys base your first shot off how the round's going to go? Uh, no, because that's why there's breakfast balls that are available, right? Like, <laughs> there's always no way. Ball. And thank goodness, because my buddy, he hit it backwards on the first day. First shot, first he went shot. first. He was going to get breakfast. He hit it backwards like i don't even know how you do that you top it so bad that it goes a 10 like three yards backwards like it's impressive so and then snap hook into the water on the second ball <laughs> but uh no I, I i wish i had some feel right now i have no feel for putting that was like the hardest thing for me so keith would you go out and shoot just 76 like no problem 78 oh, um, 78, 78. Sorry. sorry yeah i played i've been a little busy Right now I'm on a little mini vacation right now. I'm in my mother's basement with mouse traps around me with peanut butter all over them. So coming in live, <laughs> coming in live. Yeah. If you hear me yell, I stepped on a mouse trap. I'm going to lick my, I'm going to lick my sock after too. Cause it's had, you know, had peanut butter on it. We, we appreciate you going the sacrifice. I, I'm in Atlanta in a hotel. Yeah, so if you hear him cut out in and out a little bit, you can understand why. Uh, I've got a new setup. The home office is is moved a little bit. Um, so I'm in a new setup. You know what, though, Keith? It has to be said, you have some dedication to this podcast that nobody can view because you still set up a scripting in his mother's basement on a rolling rack. He's got his his whole look and i i just applaud him for that man one day, one day we'll be on youtube with the videos and stuff you know everybody will see exactly well, just to be transparent with everybody like the reason like if you want to make a one-time donation to, to to the anchor site or if you want to support us uh part of the problem where you don't have youtube yet is because all of the streaming stuff is like 20 30 bucks a month yeah. Um, so maybe one day we'll pony up the money, but not not particularly now because I think Gumby and I are both paying taxes this year. So yeah, yeah, did that while on vacation. That's always fun. Don't save your taxes, people, to the last like day, especially when you go on vacation the week of tax season. Just, just don't do that. You don't want to do your taxes from the beach, you know. So, uh, but man, yeah, so it was I nice to get a, away. It was nice yeah. to get away. Yeah. So I had a, a busy weekend. Uh, I know Gumby, you were driving back, Matt, you're flying out today. You're in Atlanta, but Friday I played, I got to play again, which is great. It was beautiful out. Got my base layer tan on short, <laughs> short, short sleeve shirt on burnt neck, um, played well. I was, believe it or not, I, I you know, second time out, I was only 
one over through 11 holes. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, what is going on? But I did pop a beer the first couple of holes. So it started kicking in and we had the big ounces, the two beers in one. So by hole 12, 13, that uh, caught up to me. And I went bogey, double, double, bogey. Oh, it was, and I That's ended up on the back, back nine. What was I? Yeah, it was just But yeah, uh, it, uh... and then Saturday was a uh, big shine down show, guys. If anybody out there, I was went to go see my boy, shine down fan that I know. Oh yeah, I'm a group. I'm a groupie. So uh, <laughs> I gave my boy Zach Myers a shout out to him, the lead guitarist of Shine Down, his shoes finally, and he loved them. I'll post That's a picture awesome. in the video of them, you know, some point. What, what did you guys do for the shoes? I made him custom Nike IDs. He's a big Jordan guy, but I wanted to get him something different because he has like all, every single Jordan shoe, you know, he does. People make them for him too, and they give them at shows and stuff. So I made him a Nike React um, custom uh, Nike ID in the new colors of the new album that's coming out. And I actually put a couple cool touches on it. You know, you can do the IDs on the back with names or numbers and stuff. So I put his two kids' names on the back. Sounds a little creepy, I know, right? But I'm a, gr- I'm a groupie. <laughs> but the coolest thing was um, I'm pretty close with, with this guy in the band, and so is my best friend. And we designed his uh, – his, uh, his name's Zach Myers. So we designed his ZM logo for him. And he uses it, like, on his guitar neck and on his picks and stuff. Um, That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just over time, we became, you know, we just stay in touch with each other or we see him at the show and, and we see him after the show and stuff, too. So we put his, that ZM logo on one side of the shoe and he, his name is actually Michael Zach Myers. So Michael Myers, like the Halloween movie guy. We actually put them Halloween because he uh, he loves Michael Myers and he actually has like real versions of the mask on stage and his guitar tech setup, which is pretty cool. So I actually put the the mask on the other side of the shoe. Which was cool, and he loved them. That's, that's yeah, a great. Cool. He really liked them. That's really yeah. great. I hope he wears them. Zach wears. I miss, uh, I really miss Nike by You, Nike ID. I, I don't even know why they changed the name from Nike ID to Nike by You. I just, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like the old guy that's like, oh, bring back all the old stuff. But at least like some customization of golf stuff. Like, I would love right now do the '90s. Let me do the '90s custom, right? Uh, or even like the NXT, the new one. So. Oh, I would just make my blue and pink ones. God damn it. Also, anyone listening, I don't think we've talked about, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast because I don't think it it happened yet. And so I think we might have said that I got screwed out of shoes by Dick's Sporting Goods from the blue and pink NXT, the next percent. If anyone out there is listening, has a 14 that they don't want, please hit me up in my DMs, Gumby at Gumby underscore Qs. Because this has now become a problem. Because Nike was also supposed to have a wide version on their site. And then the second that it was that it came out, it switched and it went away. And now the other colorways are there and not the blue and pink. And I am just feel duped. I feel duped by them, I say. And it is because you're trying to plan. You're trying to plan, and it's it's sitting out there, so you know it exists. It's maddening to me that they just like coming soon was this blue and pink for weeks, like a week and a half, right? 
you guys were checking for me. I was checking. And then all of a sudden they launch it and it's not available. It is the other two colorways. But I mean, we can talk about this this episode, guys, we are going off the rails. Just this is our grab bag episode. We are in our master's hangover still. Like we're just not. It's RBC. We don't talk about the guy who won it. It's Zurich. Our guys are all mixed up with other guys. So this is our grab bag week. We're just talking about all things that we got on our brains this week for the Swoosh Life podcast. So one of them is these colorways that they dropped. Should they have been the master's colorway? Should the green one have been the master's colorway for the NXT next percent? Matt, Man. I already know your answer, but. But you, you know what? But I want to expand on it. I'd love to expand on it because here's the thing that I wish sneakerheads would would come to terms with. We buy stuff that's limited. We hold on to it. We maybe wear it once or twice and we put it away. You make something a regular release, and we don't react. We don't buy it out. And if you if you made that green and bolt once, it's not green and yellow. But if you called that green and bolt one a master's colorway, I guarantee you it would have sold out. People would have said it's great. I thought that's the one that I kept telling everybody. I'm like, hey, the best master's colorway is coming out. And it's that general release. And that's my feeling on it is I think if if you are that big a master's fan, you like green and volt, you should just go buy that shoe. And guess what? You don't have to fight other idiots for it, you know? So don't, the good thing is the hype beasts aren't going to roll all over that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fell in love with this blue and pink pair and I can't let it go i want to part of me really wants to this just feels like one of that like okay i just missed out but i didn't miss out i it was in your hands in my hand Ugh, it's just it, let us know guys if out there if you've ever had a pair of shoes that then something by your own mistake or another mistake has happened to them that just haunts you i'm not saying oh. this is gonna haunt me Cause they're just a pair of shoes, golf shoes. And you, people now behind me can see my golf setup and all my shoes. Um, but this one will, this one stings. And so have you ever gotten a, your hand on it or something that happened to like your favorite pair that now you just can't get back? Let us know in the comments or in their DMS. That's a good question. So that's our first well, one this I- week. Yeah, I, yeah. I do want to say your experience is influencing what's going on. And then Keith will ask you about your master's colorway opinion. But the uh, the experience that you just had, I have the NXT 13 uh, outside of my debacle of 18 holes that I did on Friday. I walked nine holes uh, in an afternoon after work with my brother and I wore the Victory Tour 2 both times. By the way, Victory Tour 2 is a phenomenal shoe, by the way. I think that and spiked. And it's it spiked. spiked. You know, but. The NXT, I really want to, I trust me, I know we talked about Spike for Spikeless last week. I want to give Spikeless a try. I still call NXT a Spikeless shoe, mm-hmm. right? And I just don't want to wear the 13 because I'm holding on to it in case I need to swap it or return it because one of these colorways pops up that I really want. Because the BOA, the BOA has been leaked. I don't know if it's going to be in a, other markets only. So I'm kind of like stuck in this holding pattern because I don't want to go through what you went through because I, I I really like the, the basic black pair, but maybe I should just bust them out. So Keith, yeah. Masters colorways, and have you ever had a regret? I feel for both of you because we all know what, 
we did the Gumby or I did the Gumby on the seismic. But, but with the <laughs> colorways, I like, just should have known. I keep on going back and forth between the colorways of the, you know, the pink and the blue ones on the next percent. Because the more we talk about it, the more I like fall in love with that colorway. Yeah, the more we exactly. talk about, we wish that this green and vault or the tree, tree light green or whatever it's called, you know, was the, I wish it was the master's edition because those are their colors. That's Augusta. So I think Nike missed the ball on that. It's nice that it is a, it's still available right now. So I think if they did it the right way and promoted it as a master shoe, Matt, like I'm, I'm going with you. It's that would have been gone or close to sold out in every size. And, you know, think, the more we talk about it, I kind of like that colorway yeah. instead of my, my plain old white or black. Like, I know I'm probably still going to get the white or black, but, like, I wouldn't mind having that vault and green. I wouldn't at all. So I have two things. So this week we've seen in the road to the PGA, the PGA Championship for the PGA pro- pro- Professionals, um especially like shout out michael block um and stuff like that um hyped up by roger Steele and nike for um you know their their professionals and they promoted the next percent on it they've only been promoting the plain white and black ones so um i still think it's like a really good shoe i can't wait to see more maybe other colorways that come out for pga us opens stuff like that um because maybe I'll have redemption there. However, I think what gets me about the blue and pink is that fade. The fade on the back swoosh to blue to pink. So it was blue on the toe box, blue in the thing, to then pink in the end of the swoosh, and then in the heel tab um, is really what like excited me about that. If they would have done that with the green version, faded to volt, and then volt in the tab, I'd be all over it, I think. Like, absolutely all over it. But it's because it's just still the same green with an inline, like, Volt, doesn't hit me the same way. And I think that's why blue and pink has just struck me so much is because they have this fade. And we talked about it also in our text messages, but we can bring it up now, too. And like we said, we're all over the place in this podcast, so hang with us, guys. We'll get to everything. Um, but Matt brought up a really good thing, and we'll post pictures of this. Is Nike has now become this new fad with overlapping nike symbols on shoes um and so we're seeing three four five overlapped swooshes on a shoe and and do we think that this is just their style direction for this season for this year like how are we feeling about this kind of overlapped like the more you know kind of look you know when the more you know from the early 90s television shows kind of look happening uh with the nike swooshes on the shoes kind of thing i know matt you had an opinion one of my favorite gifs on twitter absolutely absolutely so yeah the more you know the overlap like when i saw it on the and the reason it caught my eyes because it's on the mercurial which is like the premier soccer shoe and i remember when the toe swoosh came out like remember this, like Mike Trout was rocking it on his baseball cleats. LeBron shoes had the big toe swoosh. Like that was a, you saw it on in multiple categories. And it came to golf. We have not, yeah. And it came to golf in the LC4, which still love that shoe. That's another yeah. one. Wouldn't like coming back. 
So yeah, if it comes to golf, I think it it plays really well if you want to use it in some major releases. I don't know if it's it's good as you know as part of the regular everyday lineup like the multiple swoosh, but I kind of dig it. It's a it's another take. It's interesting to me, so I I don't mind it. Yeah. Do you think they're just trying to like the the swoosh is so like iconic and just a solid simple logo? You know, they're, they're just trying to make a, a logo for the future or like down the road kind of thing. Or do you think they're just kind of playing, just playing, playing around with things right now? That's, I think they're just playing around with, with what they can do with it. You know, like I don't, I don't, it, I, anything that resembles a swoosh on, you know, anything that resembles a swoosh or looks like it, like the infinity swoosh. You, I know it tails off and fades into the distance kind of thing. Yeah. It's, I don't mind it, you know. As long as there's a solid, solid swoosh on there, I don't mind if there's like an affinity swoosh on there or multiple overlapping swooshes. Yeah. Yeah. The I feeling think- I got is that the affinity swoosh is the current new direction, quote unquote, new direction. Mm-hmm. And then maybe this mercurial one, maybe that's just a one-off because I don't see it in other categories, but maybe it's on the way. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I mean, we're seeing it like that. You know, like I think the affinity swoosh is like the chop swoosh a little bit um, in the sh- in the golf shoes. So maybe we'll see this kind of double overlap. You know, the more you know swoosh just coming. I I'm sure we'll see it on shirts and in apparel soon. I know we've seen it kind of the double logo, the double print. We can call it like the even like the Sevy logo, the double logo. You know, so um, I think it's just a style thing. They've also are sort of stuck between styles right and fashion is so different nowadays and you know uh virgil changed a lot of stuff with off-white and off-white had their uh runway shoot i think for their fall summer line this this week i think uh correct me if i'm wrong fashion people but i thought i saw something like that with off-white um and so you're kind of seeing some of that stuff come into streetwear and to other things having multiple logos and and stuff in it um but you're also seeing this old school revival come back too like he's really dipped into the original like script logo and in the nike so after blue ribbon you know the original uh nike kind of branding and, and whatnot which has been nice to see i think it fits well on uh on golf clothing stuff because it kind of bring brings that traditional kind of style back um you know i rocked my visor with the script um on vacation i joined the visor gang back again because uh, now oh, they actually have like a high crown it was like a short crown and now they have a high crown which looks really good so uh, did they have the 1972 on the back no i don't believe so the hat does the hat no. that scripting has the 1972 that's nice i like that so I'm a big fan of the old, like, I love the the history of Nike too. So like blue ribbon sports and everything is, is really fun for me. My, uh, my fantasy football team name is actually blue ribbon sports. And so I have like a custom, I made a custom helmet, like mini helmet, uh, for my, for my team. So at least that's one of them. I think the other one was friends and ET enemies. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the virtual influence has already permeated its way down. Like you, you would see them with some of the Virgil stuff, they were using it on really high-end releases, but now it is like on the like basic sportswear stuff. And the reason I can tell is because look, when I'm traveling, like I'm in Atlanta, I'll be in Dallas this weekend. Uh, 
every time I travel for work, like it's okay. I'll stop at a PJ tour superstore and I'll stop at a Nike outlet. And you see at the Nike outlet now, like, yeah, the sweatpants and the sweaters with the multiple swooshes, like all lined up and stuff like that. So I, I could see the, the super branding or Uber branding of multiple swooshes already down there, but yeah, outlets are yes, yeah, I, great segue right here. I mean, I look, I, I, I stop at this outlets probably every time I travel and I've got three or four around me that I get to visit, you know, in the off season, I'll probably be stopping in there like once every two weeks just to kind of check out what they are, because there's one by O'Hare airport in Chicago. And then we have a clearance store in Gurney. The, the clearance stores you have to hunt because it's not by category. So you have to like hunt a little bit and kind of know where you're looking for stuff. But the one uh, like the regular factory store has been pretty good for me in my neck of the woods. I heard you got to stop in one on your way down to Myrtle. Yeah, I'm not happy. <laughs> and this has been a trend and I don't want to be unhappy with Nike. I love Nike, but like lately i just feel like stone after stone being thrown at and i know it's not personal but like uh, the myrtle outlet was they have two tanger outlets and one doesn't have an egg store one does and i get there they have one rack for golf now it is almost the golf capital of the world <laughs> myrtle beach like it is so many courses all that stuff and not one, and only one rack for golf was was quite upsetting. And I was like, I could get a, be okay with it if there was new polos or older polos and some pants and other things. It was all t-shirts. It was all your guys' t-shirts too. It was picnic baskets and dump trucks <laughs> or waste management trucks. Like, and so it was the first time that I actually got to feel the quality that you guys were talking about. And, not good. How was it? Uh, not good. So, but that Big, was. I love Gumby being shut by Nike because right uh, now, because you're just going off, you're saying the stuff that we didn't want to. I know. And I just, it's just one of those things where um, it's just hard when you like want to go to that store. Like, my buddy is a Armour <clears throat> fan. And so, you know, I was dragged to that store. He, th- he tried to take a picture of me in there. I was like, no, don't you dare. We went to a, a couple other stores and stuff. And and so then it's at the end of the line and you're like, just like chomping at the bit. Like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And you hey, did your there. girlfriends like, did your, did your significant others put you on the buddy system? Like you had to walk in there with them? <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> did much. Did you have to make yeah. sure you got out? Yeah, so... Uh, yeah it was just and so we get in there and then it's just you know it's just t-shirts and sweatpants the world miles over like it's nothing it's nothing else right now and i know that could be due to situations outside their control like they can make sweatpants and t-shirts in the states and they won't have shipping issues or you know any of that but it's disappointing when you go in there and there's nothing for the one thing you like. There's nothing on clearance. And then for me, there's nothing in shoes either. Like they had no 13s and in, in, had three 13s, I should say, and nothing above that. And so and nothing even really in 12s in clearance. And then really nothing that stood out to you. And like there are other like 
section of stuff with just like regular things. And I thought, okay, maybe I'll get some new sunglasses too. I didn't even look. I was so angry that there was nothing else. I didn't even look. So it's a, it was a bummer. It was a bummer. I was ready to spend some money, money that I didn't have, but I was ready. So I would have been good to me over the years, I would say that I get most of my stuff there, but lately I've, I've, I've had a big dry patch, dry spell. And like I'm originally from Maine. So when we go home to Maine, we'd stop at the outlets in Lee, Massachusetts. And that is gone. And Keith is yelling that, that uh, also that that is gone now. And then I would stop at, um, they have one in Kittery, Maine, and they had one in Freeport, Maine. And the Freeport one is gone now as well. So it's just Kittery. So um, I'm down to like one to two that I can get to regularly. And, and one is Waterloo, which is close to us in New York. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I just haven't had the luck. Haven't had the luck, yeah. unfortunately. I was in Vegas last month. We recorded. I will say the, the Vegas outlet had some decent stuff. So if you want to fly to Vegas, that'll give you a reason to go there. I don't want to fly to Vegas. <laughs> Keith, you had a, I know you agree with me on the Lee stuff. I know that's the way you come up from. That's where I come. Every, that's why I just passed it today. I'm my way back. You know, and it's just like that was my to go spot, and that was a good spot too. It was a good was spot. A good store. It always had a lot. It was a bigger store. Yeah. Um, Waterloo's probably another good one, but I have I got Foxwoods has the Tanger, and down by the shore in Connecticut, there's the Clinton Outlets. So it has Nike as well, and I know people that work there, so I I kind of ask them what's going on if there's anything in there, and it's it's everywhere. You know, it's hit or miss up in the Northeast right now with with golf stuff it really is yeah like it's not going to make its way up here you know first it's going to make it down to 24 7 states of of golf you know yeah. or, or the bigger mm-hmm. cities you know or the pga yeah store. i think i think that's why you hit it really well matt is being around slightly a bigger city of chicago and everything like that which is which is great for you terrible for us you know <laughs> but uh that's kind of thing but i did well, visit a pga superstore for the first time too down there and that was stocked full like chock full of stuff hats i had never seen before did you know there was a volt tw hat like i kind of regret not getting it but there was that it was there you know and i picked up a towel i've never seen before so there's some kind of some cool stuff there we don't have one in in my area we have galaxies golf galaxies only so um so that's cool but i <laughs> I have to say they've been opening up a couple stores. I think they opened up one in Charlotte and one in uh, Pennsylvania recently. And I know I saw people like camping out for it, but I think I might if they ever open one here because apparently like the first 10 people got like new Mizuno clubs or something like that when they opened up or at least gift cards. So they keep, uh, they keep opening those stores. And I know, I know Arthur Blank seems like he's on a mission and uh, great, great dude. Actually, Arthur Blank Foundation's made some donations to a charity I work with over the years. So awesome. uh, big fan, big fan of the stuff they do. And I know they really want to expand it because uh, Arthur Blank's super passionate about golf. So that's, uh, that's another reason why you guys hear me talk about them all the time. And, you know, we've lost golf Smith over the years. And I think on the West Coast, was it, is it Edwin Watts is still around a little bit? Um, not even too sure, but yeah, you know, the, the whole situation about like what's around like yeah i'll say the the outlet by me though the airport like you see a lot of like the, the very basic player stuff 
Like you're not going to get a whole bunch. You're not seeing a lot of teed up stuff or anything like that. It used like to that. be a, a TW like, like stomping ground for some yeah. of these outlets. Like you could get the his $90, $80 polos knocked down to like 50 and 60 and you're like, okay, cool. I'm in, you know, and nothing lately. So that's how I keep getting those sweaters. <laughs> I keep getting those right. sweaters for right. Yeah. So speaking of fashion, this is another great segue, but we just had Easter and we want to hear from you guys. And we're going to talk about it here now too, but do you wear golf clothes when you go out for nice special events? I tend to because it's the most like classiest thing that I have other than a suit. Um, it's kind of like a perfect little casual thing. Keith, you rock the hell out of what you were wearing for Easter this past week, including some navy blue lunar clayton so we know you do but what are your thoughts on rocking some of the golf apparel for the holidays uh, especially the spring-ish holidays and, and family get-togethers i think if you can pull it off because the newer age golf lines now any any brand but like nike it's all it's classy yeah classy it's it's stylish and you can wear it you know i know we've talked about wearing our stuff to the office and stuff but you know just iron the pants a little bit and put on some claytons and you're good to go yeah <laughs> but now I, I i definitely definitely see like you know like i said any brand you can you could pull it off and wear it on any holiday and there's so many different colors out there now and you know you can wear them for any holiday you want yeah, I think the, the Nike polo really strikes with me and, and what we saw Tony um, and Tommy wear at the Masters, right? Like those were kind of almost like a perfect version of like, a, a, especially an Easter or a spring holiday or something like that get together um, look where you can look classy and fashionable in like a pastel that just kind of like worked well enough matt did you uh do you celebrate did you did you dress up for anything i know i i heard uh you some some sickness in the household so you didn't get to actually celebrate but i i saw what you were rocking you were rocking some of your, your jays but like kind of had it mixed up a little bit too yeah i had my emerald 11 lows with um i forgot what shade of green those pants were those were the vapor pants from about four or five years ago so and then I, I had the, I had the cardigan in every single color and I have that, they called it gold. They called it like, I forgot what they, the exact name of it, but it's like a honey colored cardigan. And I never know what to mix it with. And I'm like, if I'm ever going to wear it, I'm going to wear it for Easter. Cause exactly. you know me, you know me with like light colors, it's springtime, it's muddy. I'm probably not going to rock a yellow cardigan out on the golf course and stain it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, totally, totally bought it just for holidays. Like I have, you know, I have green pants for Christmas. I have purple yep. pants for certain occasions. Um, and I'm like more likely to wear it for the holidays than like out on the course. Because once I get on the course, like I'm pretty like, it's always going to be like black pants or dark gray pants and stuff like that. So I yeah. love it. Uh, even to the office, I wear like, I probably have one good pair of jeans and 38,000 pairs of Nike golf pants. So I'm always in golf pants, like always. And I think in a lot of times they're more comfortable than jeans. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I have the Hosta pants. Uh, we realize that Keith and I can now match probably exactly. I'm sure we have exact like a same polo that we can match. We both have the Hosta pants. We both have um, 
two-man best ball. Let's go. The victories, right? Like the – what do we both have? What shoes are those, Keith, that we have that we can – what did you rock this weekend? Uh, Tour Premier. Tour Premier in the black and white version. Yeah, those, so, yeah that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we might have to enter into two-man best ball uh, tournaments, uh, Keith and I, to, to let me know, represent let me the know your life. Course. Let me know your course of schedule. Yeah. So, um, actually, I might need a I, – I might need you for my um, member guest this year, Keith, Uh-oh. to be quite honest, because I, I, I need someone that has an established handicap, which I think you do, but I'm <laughs> – and uh, my buddy's moving and starting a new job, so I don't think he's going to be able to actually partake. So, if you, to, the minors. Okay. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to, you might be my my ringer for my member guest. Which Start taking a- those scores. You got to get that net. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, that's why I entered my scores for the weekend because now I'm a nine point nine. I went from a nine point four to a nine point nine. So Ooh. I'm pretty much playing as a ten. But I put my scores yeah. in too, so we're good. See, so I think that might be a that would that could be fun, Keith, if we could figure it out. You know, even be my member guest partner, and, and then we can do a whole show on it too. We can do live from the member guests, the Swoosh Life podcast. <laughs> Matt will have to fly in for that. Sorry, bro. Uh, so yeah, so we could match, which is great. Yeah. But I I also buy things just specifically for holiday, like wear. Um, I know that I can wear it at least three four times around it, so. You know, I've been looking for a, a nice pair of Christmas Nike shoes. I, I kind of love them. They had the ugly sweater ones and the candy cane ones, and I missed out on them because they haven't really done that kind of thing recently. Um, they sort of did like a, yeah. a Nordic pack a little bit. Um, but yeah. And so now I'm going to start really thinking about like Easter stuff because I think it just works for spring. I definitely have 4th of July stuff. And if anyone's seen my Instagram posts over the past years, there's always a Memorial Day post because I always play a Memorial Day. This year I might not be able to because of a uh, uh, wedding, which is really upsetting to me. But I always go red, white, and blue for Memorial Day and for 4th of July. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think holidays. Because holidays, I have like four red, white, and blue outfits. Exactly. I think it just kind of works really well with with Nike and it, and it kind of goes with the same scripting of like the majors, right? Like you can have scripting for holidays and you can have scripting for majors and all that stuff. And it just lends into like the golf world of, of what they do. So uh, that's kind of our fashion wrap up for the first part of this podcast. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit more about some other stuff uh, right after this break, including, you know, more masters talk and uh, maybe a couple other little things that we've got going like on. Zurich. Like the Zurich and who we like. Keith's pick is back after a week hiatus after this break. All right. And thank you to our sponsor, Anchor, for sponsoring this podcast. If anyone else wants to sponsor us, get in on our sponsor stuff, hit us up in our DMs. We would love to sponsor us. Uh, I think. Uh, Matt's working this week on the road. I won't say who he's working for. Um, his real job. But he had his uh, background up. And I, we were kind of, Keith and I were kind of joking that we're going to throw that in there, that they're going to be a sponsor for our, for our podcast <laughs> or not. Uh, but we were joking about it. So if you do want to become a sponsor, sponsor us, put a read in, uh, let us know. We would love to have you as a sponsor of our podcast. And reminder, support the podcast anchor.fm slash the swoosh life podcast slash support 
any little bit helps any little bit helps so uh we just talked about some fashion stuff we just kind of wrapped up on that talking about easter the holiday um and some other stuff but we've got the zurich coming up this week keeps picking her back after a week hiatus and the zurich's quite interesting because of the two ball two man kind of format and so uh what do we think about this and and do we think that other you know that we should see more of this in golf that you know, kind of the teams, mixed teams. Should we see an LPGA PGA mashup come um, to a to an event? Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on um, on this team event that they that they do? And seems to be the only team event that they do. But yeah, Keith, what what are you thinking? I think it's great to see. I do think we need to see a little bit more of it. And I I want to say yes to all your questions or all your questions that you just said because i'm like i am up i'm up for that lpga pga merge yeah, I think, like I a think match play awesome. kind of thing that would yeah. be cool it would it would be cool to see definitely grow the game that way i just who knows if it's in the box or thinking about it like what let's get that going L, lpga and pga guys you know teaming up together and doing like a match play uh, but the zurich right. I, I i like seeing it every now and then I do, you know, and then we have the president's cup later this year um, as well in the team format. I know if you think, you think of golf, it's more an individual sport where you're going out there to shoot your individual best score, but it is awesome to see the team environment come together like this. I don't, do you guys know how they pick these guys or is it just like a buddy buddy kind of thing? And for the Zerk, it's quite interesting because it seems like it's buddy buddy. We have a Cam Smith, Mark Leishman defending champs, um, so that's your Australian connection. I saw somewhere that I kind of hope that they wear their Australian uh, Olympic gear because that was wild. <laughs> if you remember any of that, just green and yellow. So I hope they team up and 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 wear the same exact thing. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny. Our master champ and our Nike guy, Scotty Scheffler, is teaming up with someone who just keeps getting these like big name people. I think he played with John Rom last year and that's Ryan Palmer. Like Ryan mm-hmm. Palmer is just was pairing up with some big names. So um, Nick Saban then, like recruiting. Nick Saban yeah. like. And then, but then you see like Jason Day with, with a no name. Like, I don't know who, who's that. And then you've got uh, Fleetwood and Poulter, I think matched up. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's even worse than yeah. that. It's worse. it's worse than that. It's yeah. Fleetwood's it's, not with Poulter. It's the white shade sunglass guy that's trying to look like he's 20 years old again. Sergio Garcia and Tommy. Fleetwood. Oh, that is right. That is right. Who's Poulter with then? I can't remember. I thought it was one of our guys, but I, I'm not Shane sure. So. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I don't know. I'm, I'm going to save my pick. I don't want to ruin who I'm thinking about this week. So uh, uh, we're thinking about the same team then, you jerk. But you know what I want to say? Controversial take here. Because I know a lot of people don't like that Patrick Reed is a Masters champ. But I think the worst Masters champ of recent vintage is Sergio Garcia. Man, do I hate that that dude has a major and that it's the Masters. You know, and at first I defended it. So my buddy, um, so I, I, have a, I have a good friend here in Chicago. His name is Jason Goff. He's, he's been on the radio for a couple of years out here. 
and, and he hates Garcia for obvious reasons. Like, you know, he doesn't like him. And I kind of tried to defend it. I'm like, ah, he's been on tour for a while. You know, why not? What's the big deal? And then you stop and think you're like, and then after he won the masters, he's had all so, kinds of incidents. Yeah. So, so, so face of the earth. Yeah. Just a yeah. total Deutsche bank, just a total Deutsche bank. So yeah. so, I'm, so right with, I'm right with you guys. I'm Sergio, unfortunately. Sorry, Sergio. Uh, yeah. I, I love these events. I think they're fun. I don't, I hope they get the viewership um, that they need. I think, um, is it in Memphis? No. Uh, New Orleans? New Orleans. No. Yeah. So um, I think that's like a good venue for it, but it kind of gets just kind of, we're still in Masters Hangover. I think like it's uh, people just, it kind of falls in these like weird dead period, right? We're just kind of like, waiting for the pga now right i think that's the next one um maybe there's a couple other ones normally i think we get um the memorial soonish but uh, i'm not sure so yeah it's kind of just kind of this weird like limbo thing two things that i'd like to see with these kind of mixed team events or sorry three pga lp uh lpga event mashup i like to see the skins game back I would like to see the two-man skins game back. Back in the day, they used to do that, two-man team skins games for, like, different um, courses that they played at. So, like, I think it was, like, Tiger and Justin Rose were big uh, for the Albany one. So they were played for Team Albany, like, stuff like that. So I think that would be quite um, unique to have back. And then I would like to see a match play slash Ryder Cup style, President's Cup style event but with like your number one player or like stalwarts of the game picking so, their teams. Like, so that's exactly where I was going to go because th- so this has been my thought for a while, right? Like one of the cool things about Ryder cup is the captains and yeah. you know, like, Oh, okay. Like Steve Stricker and he's in Wisconsin and all this, but it's always going to be like a European versus an American. And then President's Cup is, you know, all the rest of the world versus American. So I kept thinking, I've been thinking about this for a while, is, you know, there are years, I love the match, Tiger Woods versus Phil. I, yeah. I love when they do that. Exactly. So exactly why not my thought. create a new pay-per-view event and have Phil and Tiger? And the other thing about Phil and Tiger is that when they're playing one-on-one, like, yeah, it's fun. But like that first one, they were so serious with each other. They weren't like really talking or joking around. I kept thinking, well, wouldn't it be great if there was – two or three more groups out there on the course playing behind them or after them, you know, in front of them or behind them, have them play and have them draft the team. So, you know, NBA all-star influence. So I kept thinking like, man, what if we did a match Phil versus Tiger, you know? And they like, if they, even if they didn't play right now, I think obviously we have stuff with Phil Tiger, like even if they didn't play that jawing back and forth, because they weren't playing, which I think we've seen a little bit more in the match and stuff when there's the other celebrities are in it, um, is like must watch TV. And we can talk about the match that just got announced Brady and Rogers versus Mahomes and, and Josh Allen. I don't like the matchup. I kind of wish it was. Oh, nobody's watching that. No, I know, but I, I, Brady, like, I'm sorry, but Mahomes and, and Allen shouldn't be on the same team. They are absolute rivals right now in the AFC. Same thing in the NFC. Brady and Rodgers are rivals. Shouldn't be on the same team. Mix them up. Like, I don't know. So, 
That's my whole thing. But Mahomes just like started golfing. I'm like, I, I have no doubts. Super athlete. I'm sure he's great, but like, I saw the top golf swing a couple of years ago. So yeah, be interested to see what strides he makes. But you gotta have a pro golfer. Like that's the whole reason I want Tiger right. and Phil to draft teams. Yeah, because like I don't want I don't want this to become Tahoe. Like I'm sorry. Like, I, right. And that's all. Yeah, and that's I, why I don't like the match now that it's gone to this. Yeah. Um, but I think I think you're right, Matt. And I think it is. Uh, to start, I think it's Tiger and and Phil, and they draft in a team of six or in a team of eight. Um, and we all know Tiger, if he gets the number one pick, we know he's picking JT. Like, you, you could just, like, see it. And it could be from the whole pool. It could be from a, uh, people that opt in. I just think that could be a fun event. And, again, it brings mixed sort of media events into – uh, into the game of golf. Like it brings a different style feel and it brings like what you're doing with your buddies on like a weekend, right? Like we've had this a grand idea here at the Swoosh Life podcast to host a Nike style Ryder Cup event. And with all the fans of, of, the, of the podcast and the diehards of, of Nike golf, like we want to get you guys together and, and host this eventually someday if this keeps going. Like that has always been my goal. And I just think, why not? Like, why not do it? Just like I said, eight and eight, you know, or something like that. But just kind of when you play golf and you play it in different formats and different ways. And I think No Laying Up, another podcast, does this very well with some of their content that they do. But they do a tourist sauce season and, and they play for like, yeah, everyone starts out with a hundred bucks and then you play and they played a game of poker playing golf. They played, you know, pushes and play some other games and, it just brings a different level of competitiveness and fun nature into golf. And I think that needs to hit the mainstream a little bit because Sunday matches with the boys are normally for at least a buck a hole or for, you know, ice cream or something like that. We played a game this past week in Myrtle where it is a, it's a point for a fairway. It's a point for a green regulation. And it's a two points for a birdie three points for a, um, an eagle and one point for a sand save. And this is how bad we play, but we both tied with seven points. <laughs> so like, but it's, it's kind of fun just to like keep it because it helps you play a, a different game. You know, I always play match play as well. And we always kind of, you know, play a, a stroke game <laughs> and stuff. So, you know, people play wolf and all that stuff. So I think there's a, there's a lot of games to be played in a lot of different formats and bringing it into the mainstream would be really cool. Really cool. Oh, we were on the same page, Matt. I like that. It was weird. And I was thinking the same people too, Tiger and Phil. So uh, who do we like in Missouri? Let's get right to the keys pick. Now who we like all our guys are kind of mixed up with people, but like I said, I think, I think uh, Matt, we can say ours at the, at the exact same moment after make after Keith makes his pick. <laughs> If we think if we think that we're thinking the same person, do we all have the team. same pick though? Well, we might, we might. I'll just I'll just go because you go. He's this gonna go. Segment. He's gonna since he's four for six right now. I think he's gonna go five for seven after the Masters win, and I'm gonna go with Scotty Scheffler and Scotty Scheffler, Ryan Palmer. I like that pick. It's good. Uh, ready on the count of three, Matt. We're gonna say if we're thinking the exact same thing. What do you guys have a different group text one, going on? No, not at all. I just think we're on the same wavelength. I can feel it. One, two, three. 
Harold Bubba Carter Watson, Watson. HV3. Yes! <laughs> Team Jordan, let's go. That's exactly that what I was thinking. Is that because last episode you're like, oh, you know, Bubba Watson's a half member. <laughs> it was, and it was also funny because in our group text, we talked about HV3 and Tommy giving a run last week. HV3 made a great run last week. Eight under on Saturday, 63, no bogeys. A little bit of controversy on, on Friday with a flip-flop. Uh, a little bit of controversy after with a clickbait article about Morgan Hoffman. Um, Total clickbait. I think HV3 gets it done this week with Bubba. Um, Team Jordan for the win, man. So Did, did, you, guys, uh, did you guys catch him with Balionis? I think it was Saturday after his round in the booth. He was – Harold Garner was so good, man. And that's – that's why earlier in the year I told you guys you should check out his interview with Eric Anders Lang. Like, and if you listen to that, like, you totally understand what he was trying to say about Morgan Hoffman, right? Like, at the end of the day, they're all competitors, and you know, you can't, you can't think because you're out there for yourself, right? You're out there, you know, playing for you and your family and stuff like that. So, I didn't see anything wrong with what he said at all. I think it was totally a clickbait article, and but overall, man, he's playing some really good golf he had a good finish at the masters he had that the only question will be how much does Bubba Watson weigh him down so yeah and I think Bubba has played some decent golf of late and I think it's it's not anything crazy but I it's it's cool to see them get together I think that's an unusual pairing again I think it's the Jordan pairing which is great so see if they can ham and egg it and uh and get out there (laughs) so I uh I love these events. I think they're fun. Again, this episode's kind of been all over the place. If you guys have any uh, things that you want to hear us talk about in future episodes, uh, let us know. We we do want to talk about some travel golf in the future. Like, what do you guys do to prepare for a round of golf when you're traveling um, and kind of like what it's like to play at some other places? I now have experience playing in Myrtle Beach. I feel like one of those Myrtle Beach lights now. Uh, I, I, I fell in love with Myrtle Beach, to be quite honest. I think it's, a, it's really quite fun um, down there. Um, I'm excited to go back. I'm excited to play some more courses. I got to play two. Um, I wish it was three, but it didn't happen. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think we'll talk about that. And then we've got a kind of a fun episode coming up here soon as well. Uh, talking about kind of a golf course, uh, maybe a little Nike themed golf course, what we would do, and maybe even a Nike themed, uh, what the, the clubhouse restaurant would look like as well. So that'll be a fun discussion to talk about here in the future. Plus, we got more uh, golf topics to talk about, more Nike stuff. Hopefully, they get their act together, get NDC straightened out, and uh, and get us you know some good stuff here in the future. I've been seeing some hints of stuff, guys. PGN US Open stuff coming. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be great. So, just hope we can get it and hopefully it all works out. But uh, any last words from the boys as we wrap up? episode 27 right 27 and uh season episode 12 of season two here on the swoosh life podcast matt because you are traveling in atlanta any last words for our listeners this week yeah taking the red eye after easter uh, and had an event at 7 a.m so i'm on three hours of sleep Got an hour nap in and got to the gym and got energized. And I, I hope I had a little bit of energy for you guys here today. So it, always a pleasure. So thank you for having me again. <laughs> I like how you said thank you for having me. Like you're 
a guest and not. A we'll co-host. see you next week, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on a, I'm on a little, I'm on a little, yeah. I'm on a little bender here in upstate New York right now. Uh, Gumby, I hope to see you in a couple of days at T Stone. We're going to go hit some, uh, go hit some balls together on on Wednesday. We think so. We are getting is- snow oh. right now, and I brought my clubs to play and a couple of scriptings, but I do not think that's going to happen. Yeah, it is. Uh, I hear, I, I hear it right outside. Raining. I can. It's, it's raining right now outside, and uh, I'm waiting for all the little mouse to start running in from outside because it's freezing out, and I'm waiting for these mouse traps to go off in the basement. <laughs> I, I just want to that, snap, I'm good snap, to go. Snap, snap, snap. So awesome. Uh, again, thanks you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. We do have some cool stuff coming out. We just need to get some a little bit more capital for it. Um, but we are working to that. So we hopefully could get on StreamYard soon so we can be on YouTube and you guys can watch us do these things. You can see my new setup. You can see key scripting every week and you can see wherever Matt is during the week when he travels, uh, the hotel rooms, and we can do some really cool stuff for me. We do have quotes out for a couple of ball markers, some hats and some t-shirts. Um, we know that you guys have been chomping at the bit to get some apparel and some other cool things. We got that coming as well soon. Yeah, Matt. Our first run of ball markers, we will be sending sneak previews to our supporters. So if you haven't, if you'll be getting those messages pretty soon for those of you that are supporting the podcast, we got some markers uh, for you to peek at. Exactly. So, and again, if you have not become a supporter, do it now. Go to anchor.fm slash the Swoosh Life podcast slash support and do that today. Or just hit us up in our DMs if you want to Venmo us, like straight up. We'll take it. We'll take any little bit. Um, I know this sounds terrible, always begging for money, uh, but we want to keep this thing going. We want to bring it to you guys more uh, readily available so you can watch this. We know that you guys love the content that we're doing with just this podcast we want to do a little bit more of it so until next time i'm gonna that's been matt keith swoosh life podcast hit us up on instagram we'll see you in the next one bye, bye. thanks for listening to today's episode make sure to go follow us on instagram at the swoosh life podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh and if you have any questions, comments, or business inquiries, please email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the swoosh life backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what we like. Yeah.